0: fantasy football frenzy you want the latest info how's your lineup looking it's not good who's hurt who's injured is listed as questionable questionable what does that mean no one knows what that means matchup breakdowns first game today is too close to call Aww. you need an edge to pound your opposition like if i start him and then he doesn't play i literally have nothing in the bank i have no backup fantasy expert jeff meller i mean they know if they're playing They know. They should tell us. Have it for you. How many leagues are you in? I'm in 12 leagues. Right here. Well, that is just pure fantasy football. On ESPN
1: 1000. Here it is, folks. Your championship week. Week 16 of the NFL season and the championship on the line for your fantasy football season. I am Jeff Meller, and I'm here with you. One final time this year, as I have been all season long at 8 a.m. Up until 9 o'clock, answering your fantasy football questions and dilemmas. Give me a call at 312-332-3776. You can tweet at me. I'm at Jeff underscore Mellor. That's M-E-L-L-E-R. And boy, oh boy, this is by far and away the worst injury week we have had all season long. About three weeks ago. I remember looking at the injury report and saying to myself, wow, I cannot believe how fortunate we have been in terms of injuries and avoiding big-time players costing us our fantasy football matchups. And I spoke too soon. Because then we enter championship week. And my, oh, my. Well, let's sort through the wreckage. And as we do so, I will... uh, Maybe I'll get you started with possibly the only good news we actually have.
0: Steelers at Saints. Wide side to his left. He's back. Steps up in the pocket.
1: Fires for the end zone.
0: Touchdown! Juju Smith-Schuster in the back of the end zone. Wow!
1: Juju Smith-Schuster listed as questionable with a midweek injury. Tweeted yesterday. I quote, A lot on the line this week. The whole season comes down to this. Yes, I'm talking about the fantasy football championship round. Of course I'm playing Sunday. There's no way I can let down the real ones who believed in me by drafting me. Let's get it. Two trophy emojis. That's Juju Smith-Schuster letting you know that he will be playing today via Twitter. Now, I will caution. The one thing I will say is generally... Pittsburgh Steeler players who do not practice on Friday are not often available for that week's game, and Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice on Friday, so I'm just giving you the information so you have it, but again, all looks good if we're going to believe Juju Smith-Schuster via his Twitter account, so good news there, and that may be the only good news I give you from here on out, because... It gets pretty nasty in terms of trying to figure this stuff out. Again, Fantasy Football Frenzy, as always, is presented by Twin Peaks, the ultimate sports lodge, eats, drinks, scenic views. Rams at Cardinals. It is Gurley on the handoff, running right stretch play, gets to the turn corner, turns it back inside, 10.
0: Oh, my God. Touchdown, Todd Gurley.
1: My My goodness gracious. All right, so this is clearly the biggest injury that everybody in fantasy is worried about. And I think there is all the reason to be concerned because Todd Gurley has inflammation in the knee. He has not practiced at all this week. And there are quotes coming out. Via the Los Angeles Rams beat reporters, that they're going to be cautious with Todd Gurley. Also, look at what we can go off of. They signed CJ Anderson this week. There is a great cause for concern if you're a Todd Gurley owner. And I have to say that I would be legitimately concerned if I'm a Todd Gurley owner. And to add more issue to this, the Rams have a 3 o'clock start time as they visit the Arizona Cardinals at State Farm Stadium in Glendale. So, what do you do with Todd Gurley? If you have a decent option at all, I would say turn to them because it's not looking good right now for Todd Gurley. If you look at where the Rams are currently situated, you have to believe they feel okay about their squad against the Cardinals. If it was a tougher matchup, you could maybe see the Rams being a bit more concerned and wanting to lean on Todd Gurley. But the truth is, against the Cardinals, even though the Rams are trying to fight through for a bye, they do have the luxury of playing it safe, or even if he's suited up, I do think you have to be concerned about limited work for Todd Gurley. So... While he carried plenty of people through the playoffs to single-handedly help you win that championship last season, this season is a very different year in the fantasy football playoffs because I'm telling you right now, if you have a decent alternative today at all that you're going to throw at me, I will probably give you the other player over Todd Gurley today because I am legitimately concerned that even if he is active, he's going to have a limited workload for the Rams. (laughs) Falcons at Panthers.
0: Clock starts to turn. Snap to Ryan. going go look. Now pops. Throws. Touchdown. Julio Jones. Jonathan Banks got smoked. Newton is under center and he calls for the snap. He takes it. Fake the handoff McCaffrey. Palms it left side again. Running outside the numbers 10. Five with his arms in the air. He crosses the goal line. Touchdown. Cam Newton looking like a poster on feet for a 12 yard run
1: and a score thank you Jason Benetti with the Cam Newton update obviously Cam Newton has been shut down that means Taylor Haneke will be your starter for the Carolina Panthers and that pretty much renders most of their skill players moots in my opinion Julio Jones now that's the big one you heard first he's listed as questionable dealing with that rib injury when he landed on the football after uh, making a catch last week the good news is per Adam Schefter, it's trending up, but the Falcons still want him to test in the pregame to determine whether he can play or not per source. So you're going to have to check out Julio Jones and make sure he's active. If he is, I would be okay fine using him because obviously if he's active, you have to imagine the Falcons will uh, rely on him pretty heavily in the passing game. Chiefs set Seahawks.
0: Got a direct snap to wear. Take it where runs it extra effort he's in touchdown into the bag of tricks for kansas city it's a straight ahead power play the pull by irving leads the way and now the stretch and breaking the plane is spencer ware
1: spencer ware has been ruled out that's probably good news if you were dealing with the Ware damian williams conundrum i always thought after his performance against the Chargers last Thursday, that Damian Williams had carved out a nice little workload, no matter what Spencer Ware did in his return. And the fact that he's going to be out another week makes it all the more easy to recommend using Damian Williams today. I think he's, for the most part, a must-start at this point when you look at all the injuries we're dealing with. Damian Williams with the Chiefs against visiting the Seattle Seahawks tonight at the link. That's going to be a tough defense, but... Damian Williams being involved, running the screens well that are so integral in Andy Reid's offense. I like where you're going with Damian Williams today, so lock him into your lineup. Spencer Ware owners, again, he has been ruled out giants at colts andrew luck to throw
0: looking looking going out to the right side still looking now he's a runner he's at the 10 throws upfield in the end zone is it it a catch yes ty hilton touchdown touchdown a five-yard pass from andrew luck his third touchdown of the season and the colts lead 20 to nothing manning back to throw under pressure he lobbed one left for beckham touchdown giants He just lobbed it up there left and let Beckham run under it as he took a lot of pressure, but nobody covered Odell Beckham Jr. Bad defensive strategy.
1: T.Y. Hilton still dealing with an ankle injury. He's going to be a game-time decision for the Colts. If uh, he's unable to go, Zach Pascal would in all likelihood see an increase in targets. T.Y. Hilton has toughed his way through. The injury all season long, whether it's the shoulder or the ankle injury. The concern here is that the quotes from T.Y. Hilton this week were not nearly as as encouraging as they have been in the past. He's always been adamant that he was, he'd be out there when he needed to be on Sunday. This week, though, talking about how he's dealing with a little more pain than usual and not necessarily up to 100%. So I do think you have to be... Legit concerned about T.Y. Hilton today. Again, check the inactives as they roll in around 10 30 local time here. Odell Beckham Jr., of course, has been ruled out. That means Sterling Shepard steps into that number one wide receiver role, although that hasn't gone nearly as well as it went last season when he was stepping up for Odell Beckham. This year, Sterling Shepard has not been nearly as productive in the couple games that Odell Beckham has missed. So Sterling Shepard on the fringes for me, probably a better play in PPR above anything else. Texans at Eagles.
0: And here's Miller over right guard, has a little room, breaks the tackle. 10, 15, 20, right side, 25, 30. He's to the sideline, the 40, the 50. He's going to go all the way, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. Rock and roll.
1: Touchdown, Houston. 97 yards. Lamar Miller, the breakaway potential that's always there is not today. He has been ruled out for the Texans as they square off against the Eagles. That means uh, Alfred Blue, I suppose, although I don't want to start him if you can avoid that. Dante Foreman may be active today. We will check that, although there's no way you can start him in your championship week, even if he is. So... For those purposes, I'm avoiding the Houston Texans' backfield today, if at all possible. DeAndre Hopkins, here is the big concern. DeAndre Hopkins dealing with an ankle injury, and word is that he is going to have to test it in the pregame warm-ups. Adam Schefter is a little bit more optimistic As uh, to quote Schefter from earlier today, Texans will test DeAndre Hopkins and his injured ankle in pregame warmups. But going on, they believe he will play. Meanwhile, though, Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, not nearly as optimistic that actually putting a little bit of doubt if you're a DeAndre Hopkins owner into his ability to perform today from Rappaport working through an ankle injury, is adamant about playing today. And here's the key. But the trainers want to see him work out pregame to be sure. They will need to be convinced. So that's from Ian Rappaport. So, again, make sure DeAndre Hopkins is active. If he is, I think you feel safe about playing him. But, uh, again, you're going to have to make sure DeAndre Hopkins, generally a guy who's been on the injury report, but then come game day, you're not nearly as concerned because he's always out there and ready to go and just a target monster today that is not necessarily going to be the case. You're going to have to double-check and make sure that he will be active before you just slot him into the lineup. Jaguars at Dolphins.
0: Ryan Tannehill under center, and on first down and 10, they'll give it to Belage right up the middle. Big seam, lot of running room, cross midfield to the right sideline, all the way down the field. Kalen Belage touchdown! Out of nowhere! 75 yards. The Dolphins explode out of the locker room to make this a one-score game. Receivers outside the numbers to either side. First and 10. Ball at the 21-yard line. There's Fournette looking for room. Stutters death. Now cuts it back. Looks for a break, and he's got
1: one, and he's on the run with the head of his team.
0: He's going to the end zone for that from 21 yards out of the Jaguars out
1: their first lead. I played the Kalen Belage highlight because Frank Gore is not going to play and that means Kalen Belage steps in and I think is a viable starter especially in the flex option for plenty of people. I do think he is going to be in a timeshare with Kenyon Drink. I would be surprised if Belage saw the majority of the carries. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be stunned at all to see almost a 50-50 split between the two of these, but I do think Kalen Balazs is a decent option if you're looking for a running back today to plug in for all these injured players, and then of course I played the Leonard Fournette uh, highlight, not necessarily injury related, but more so than anything else, just to wonder what is going on with Leonard Fournette, he only had 11 carries last week he was actually back Returning kicks. Now, he didn't actually return any kicks last week, but he was actually back there. What is going on with Leonard Fournette and the Jacksonville Jaguars? Your guess is as good as mine. He he admitted this week that he could be in better shape. Hates to hear that in season. Makes you wonder just what the Jaguars as a team are thinking about him. They actually gave David Williams six carries in the second half and have discussed wanting to see what he's capable of. So I think if you're a Fournette owner, you have to be legitimately concerned about whether or not he is going to see the majority of the carries today. Vikings at Lions.
0: Play clock at two. Matthew's got it. Glitch comes. They pick it up. Stafford throws. It is end zone. Carter. Oh, baby, what a catch. Kenny Gallagher, you're a freak. What What a catch.
1: Matthew Stafford to Kenny Galladay. Good news is that Matthew Stafford is expected to play. Hopefully you have somewhere else to turn, though, because fantasy-wise, he has not been a very productive player for you this year. Kenny Galladay, though, there's the key because he is expected to be available today, which, uh, again, I've told talked about his talent all year long on this show on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I think Kenny Galladay for the most part Especially if you're starting three wide receivers It's hard for me generally to find Three receivers on your roster better than Galladay So that uh, physical Ability, dynamic talent I want him in my lineup and uh, he is Expected to be available today So Kenny Galladay, good news For the Galladay owners Out there Bengals at Browns.
0: Shotgun snap, big slant, caught by Boyd, touchdown, Bengals, an emphatic spike by Tyler Boyd, followed by some Chad Johnson-like Irish dancing.
1: Well, there will be no Irish dancing this week for Tyler Boyd. He's already been ruled out with the knee injury. So does that mean John Ross, Alex Erickson see a bit of a bump, I suppose, I guess I'm starting Ross if I need to in the deeper formats, but uh, hopefully you can find somebody else that you can trust just a little bit more because not feeling great about that. Elshan Jeffrey, also listed on the injury report, has been removed, so he should be good to go today if you were concerned. For the most part, I think I've hit all the key injuries that uh, you were probably worried about. This is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I am Jeff Meller. Again, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I'm at Jeff underscore Meller. But if you are getting ready this morning and you want to give me a call, 312 332 3776, I will answer your questions via the phone. That's how Mike in Mount Prospect got in. Good morning, Mike. Let's get your championship, my man. Yeah,
0: all right, buddy. Good, good morning and Merry Christmas to you, Jeff.
1: You as well. <laughs>
0: I got a full PPR. I've got uh, kind of a dilemma. I know you were raving about uh, D- uh, Damian uh, Williams with Kansas City, but I'm uh, very nervous about that that Seattle uh, dome and the, and the crowd, the 12th uh, uh, player, if you will. And uh, I've got uh, Elijah McGuire, who play, had a good game for me last week uh, against Green Bay, the 26th ranked uh, rushing defense uh, in, in fantasy. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'll let you decide, but I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards one way, but I'll let
1: you decide. Yeah, Mike, you know what? I, I, I can hear it in your voice. You're concerned about the Seahawks. But look, without Spencer... If Spencer Ware was active, I might agree with you on the Elijah, Elijah Maguire uh, route, but... Even though he was productive for you last week, I think you know a lot of that stems from scoring a touchdown the last couple of weeks. He's been able to get in there the goal right. line. Uh, he still he was 18 carries, 42 yards. So even though he caught three passes, I, like that's not by any any means uh, earth shattering. I'm saying Damian Williams. I know the Seahawks are playing for a lot. It's a tough place to play, but still, that Chiefs offense nobody has stopped them. Now teams have slowed them down. But they are clearly, uh, you know, above and beyond every other offense in the league right now with Patrick Mahomes. And I, like I said earlier, the screen game, Damian Williams runs it so well. I think you saw that on display right. that last Thursday. And in a PPR right. format, I think Damian Williams catches more passes. So I, I, this one's pretty easy. I would start Damian Williams over McGuire. Thanks, Jeff. No problem, Mike. All right, Mike drops off, leaves the line open for you guys. Again, 312 332 3776, Fantasy Football Frenzy here on ESPN 1000. Let's try Nick. He's out on the road. Good morning, Nick. Good morning, Jeff. Uh, Merry Christmas. You as well.
0: Uh,
1: non non PPR, flex option,
0: uh, Tariq Cohen, Damian Williams, Sony Michelle, or Amari Cooper.
1: Okay, and you need one, Nick? Yes. Oof. So I'm immediately going to cross off Michelle. Okay. Uh that's I'm I'm bullish. I'm not gonna lie. I am bullish on Damien Williams. I think I think what we saw last week, he's not he's not by he's not like you know, a exact replacement for Kareem Hunt. But more than anything, this is just me trusting the Chiefs' offense. And I think with Damien Williams, don't get me wrong, I like Cohen. But but Damien Williams, I think, has an opportunity to be a, lot, a league winner for lots of people out there today. And if you have him, I have a hard time not starting him. Uh, I, I just think you want a piece of that Kansas City Chiefs offense. And even though the Seahawks are a stout defense, I'm not scared of them. And Damien Williams, to me, is for the most part a pretty strong start today. I find a hard, I find it hard to not advise people to start him. So. I will say Damian Williams there, even though they have some strong options. Let's try Adam. Woke up uh, early this morning with us in Oak Forest. Hey, Adam, what's going on? Hey, I have
0: Matt Ryan mm-hmm. and Baker Mayfield. I'm leaning towards Matt Ryan, but Carolina did shut out the Saints last week.
1: They did. They did, Adam. But uh, I still trust Matt Ryan and that offense a little bit more than the than baker mayfield even though mayfield's been productive with uh Freddie kitchens since he took over the play calling duties i still have to believe that uh, i'm going to rely on matt ryan the well you know what let me say this adam i will give you the caveat as long as julio jones is in the lineup if julio jones is inactive then i don't trust matt ryan nearly as much and then i would start baker mayfield but as long as Julio Jones plays today, and we'll find out around ten thirty today when the inactives roll in. As long as Julio Jones is in the lineup, I'm going to go ahead and start Matt Ryan over Baker Mayfield. I just uh, I trust him a little more. I know the Panthers' defense did look good last Sunday. Or I'm sorry, last Monday night, but but I wouldn't be surprised at all if uh, the Falcons are set up on a few short fields because I don't completely trust Taylor Henneke under center for the Panthers today in place of Cam Newton, who has been shut down for the season. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy on ESPN 1000. I see we're loading up the phone lines here. D, Mike, Matt, Dave, another Mike, all looking to win their championship. Don't worry, guys. I will get you here on the other side. But if you have a fantasy football question, give us a call. 312-332-3776. I am Jeff Meller coming up after me at 9 o'clock. Fred Hubner, Steve Mongo McMichael will have your Chicago Bears pregame show with ESPN 1000's NFL Game Day starting at 9 o'clock. Freddie and Mongo will get you set for Bears and Niners. But don't worry, I see all you guys out there. I'll get your questions in next right here on ESPN 1000. This
0: is Fantasy Football Frenzy Ready? Shotgun snap coming. White to his left. Snap to Brady. White leaves into a pass pattern. Brady uncorks middle of the field. Gordon at the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown. Wide open in a valley. Josh Gordon made the catch of the seven. Turned it upfield and whacked the Vikings for six on a 24-yard score.
1: Josh Gordon will not be playing football probably for a long, long time if he ever does at all, unfortunate. Hate to see a player so talented, or just a person in general, deal with the demons that come with uh, with issues like that. But as we know, addiction—it's a—it's unfortunate, and uh, it's not just football players who deal with it. So tough news this week. Per the Patriots and Josh Gordon, as he obviously violated the league's substance abuse policy. Don't know exactly what, but that's kind of irrelevant. Just the key, again, of course, that Josh Gordon will not be available. And I do think that uh, that hurts Tom Brady and the other Patriots' skill players. Because even though Josh Gordon wasn't a featured player in their offense, he still did a job... Taking the top off the defense and allowing players like Edelman, Gronk, James White to work underneath without obstruction. And uh, that's going to become a bit more harder going forward, I believe, without Josh Gordon's deep threat in there. So unfortunate, but, uh, you know, we've dealt with this before. So Josh Gordon not available for the Patriots for this season and going forward. Again, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy. I am Jeff Meller. Last episode of the season for you folks. I will not be here next Sunday in Week 17. I told you all year long, there's no need to be playing fantasy football in a season-long format in Week 17. So if you have questions, you can hit me up on Twitter at Jeff underscore Meller next week. But uh, I will not be here hosting a show because time and time again, i found... Very few people actually play in Week 17, so it's not worth doing the show. But we're here today helping you win a championship. Again, 312-332-3776. Let's try D in Chicago. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, exactly, Steve. But Steve. Hey, good morning, Jeff. My apologies. Hi. Steve, what's going uh, on? I don't
0: hey, I got a uh, standard lead one spot. I got Jalen Samuels, uh, Kevin Coleman, Mark Ingram, or uh, Grunk.
1: Yeah, I'm going to stay away from Gronk. Physically, he doesn't look like the player he once was. Uh, also, take out Tevin Coleman of that group. But it really comes down to Jalen Samuels versus Mark Ingram. And I personally, with uh, with James Con- Conner still out, I would use Jalen Samuels. I know the the Saints off uh, defense has been really good over the last month, but I just think the workload for Jalen Samuels will be there and, uh, you know, a lot of times, more more times than not, that's what I'm betting on overall. Else, and I think Samuels sees twenty plus touches. Whereas Ingram, Ingram needs to get into the end zone to uh, make your day. So I would use Samuels, D. All right, thank you, buddy. All I right, good luck. Go get All that right. trophy, D. Let's try my man Dan in Elmhurst. Hey, Dan, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Not too bad. So.
0: I'm looking at my tight end spot. And I have Jared Cook, which has been pretty consistent all season long. But mm-hmm. I also have Jalen Samuels, who is tagged the running back and a
1: tight sure. end. Sure, good old yeah, awesome. good old good old Yahoo Dan. Yeah, I'm not thinking. Yeah. Tw- I'm not thinking twice about that one. That one is so easy. Jalen Samuels all the way. It's almost a loophole. A lot of times you'll see it happen in fantasy baseball where guys will have multiple position eligibility that you can take advantage of, but rarely do you see it in football. And even when you do, rarely is it like a difference maker in this situation like it is with Jalen Samuels. But Samuels, you're starting essentially a, a running back one in your tight end spot, Dan. No question about it. Jared Cook. He's capable of big games, but far too inconsistent to start him over Jalen Samuels. Maybe if it was, maybe if you're going to give me, I would say right now, the only tight ends I'm starting over Jalen Samuels in that uh, loophole would be Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. And I might even, I might not even use Ertz with Foles under center right now. So, so yeah, lock in Jalen Sam- Samuels in that tight end position. You, uh, I think, will be happy that you did. Lou is in Elk Grove. Hey, Lou. Hey, how's it going? Well, I got a uh, half point PPR.
0: Uh, I got Juju with that big question mark, so I need a guy for flex, mm-hmm. uh, either Doc Baldwin or uh, Jamal Williams.
1: All right. So, and you 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 saw though Juju tweet right that he he expects or not that he expects he promised he's going to play via Twitter. So. Yeah. All right. So, like, yeah. So that's, like, if you missed it, folks, Juju Smith-Schuster tweeted yesterday uh, directly to fantasy owners. So that is, I think you can be about as assured as you can that a player who is injured and questionable all week, you can, that's about as good as you can feel about him playing today, even though it is, of course, the 325 game. I believe you can hear that game right here on ESPN 1000 Steelers at Saints but Juju Smith-Schuster, I just, just for those who don't know, Lou, I'll get to your question in a second. But if you missed it, uh, Juju tweeted a lot on the line this week. The whole season comes down to this. Yes, I'm talking about the fantasy football championship round. Of course I'm playing Sunday. There's no way I can let down the real ones who believed in me by drafting me. Let's get it. Two trophy emojis. So. Good news from Juju. Lou, I would use Jamal Williams over Baldwin. I think uh, without Aaron Jones, again, that's just a workload thing. And Jamal Williams, I think, with that matchup against the Jets, I like it. So I'd use Jamal Williams, Lou. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Thanks for listening. Let's try Mike in Kankakee. Hey, Mike. Good morning, Jeff. What's up?
0: Uh, I'm in a PPR league,
1: and my question is...
0: I'm debating whether or not to play Trubisky or Wilson in my
1: quarterback spot. I'm using Russ and, uh, you know, that I, they're going to need to score some points. They may shut down KC, or when I say shut down, they may slow them down, but they're going to need to score at least 28 points, I think, to beat the Chiefs, which means I think Russ throws a little more. I know they've kind of reined him in a bit just so that they can run as much as possible but i'm using russell wilson over trubisky again i think i've talked about this all year i'm always concerned that uh, trubisky you know that while i i love what matt nagy does i mitchell trubisky still leaves me um a bit concerned at times so i i I would not want my championship coming down to the fate of uh, mitch trubisky mike all right, thank you. No problem. Let's try Jim. He's in Mokina. He has a PPR question. What's up, Jim? Hi. Not much. How you doing? Not too bad. I uh, still got a one-point PPR. I need a running back. James
0: White, Kalen Bellage or Elijah Maguire?
1: In this situation, I'll go with the volume, Jim, that I know is going to be there in Le- Elijah Maguire. Um, mentioned with Kalen Bellage even though I think he sees a decent number of touches. I don't think Kenyon Drake is going away. I think you're probably more in line to see a 50-50 split between the two rather than Balaj just you know stepping in and seeing a huge number of touches. And what I'll say about this, too, is even though he had an impressive 75-yard touchdown run, if you watch the play, you have to wonder you know, if a better defense or maybe a better uh, better secondary would have actually made a play and not let Kalen Bellage just take that to the house. So... Sometimes that's where watching the actual plays you know, is a benefit. I, I, I'm not locking in Kalen Bellage just because he had a nice game last week and Frank Gore is out. I would use uh, Elijah McGuire. I think he is in line for 20-plus touches for the Jets today. Let's go to Dave in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. He's a regular. Hey, Dave.
0: Hey, morning, Jeff. How are you?
1: Not too bad.
0: Hey, I've got a PPR question here. I need to start two of these four. And one of them has to be a running back. Okay. Uh, I've got McGuire. I've got White. I got Alshon Jeffrey, and I got Deshaun Hamilton for
1: uh, Denver. All right. You know, uh, I like McGuire and Jeffrey here, Dave. You know, James White's. You know, the inconsistency for him. You you never know just what the Patriots are going to do in a week in week out basis. So I think McGuire and Jeffrey, and I feel pretty pretty good about uh, their workload.
0: Do you, I got a question for you. Yeah, uh, With your knowledge, do you think the—I mean, I know the Saints aren't struggling. Um, they're still winning. But do you think the Saints and the Patriots, uh, with their big timeshares all of a sudden, you know, when, when uh, Ingram came back and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Michelle came back, they've struggled, you know, by not using Kamara and James White as much, like the Bears use Cohen so much. Do you think that's their problem?
1: You know, I think there's a lot of things going on for the Saints' offense. It's not just, look, I I would like to see Kamara get more touches, but I don't think it's the return of Ingram that's been an issue for them particularly. I think the problem for them is teams have seen that uh, they actually don't have a lot of speed outside on the perimeter. And so if you can, outside of Kamara, and so if you focus all your attention on Kamara, they have to kind of go, you know, make long, sustained drives, and you know, Drew Brees. Even though he's the most accurate quarterbacks of all time, you wonder maybe an older guy is the are all the throws kind of mounting as uh, defensive coverages are, are, are showing him more man to man. That's possible with uh, again with uh, with less deep speed. So I, 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 there's a lot of things going on, and then the the Patriots they're so game plan specific. Whoever their opponent is, you know, you you can. You can each each week they're they're not going to they're one of the few teams that doesn't say, "Okay, we're going to do what we do best. The Patriots look at your defense and they say, what do you do? What don't you do? Well, we're going to do that over and over again and make you stop what you don't do well. And more times than not, they're successful with that. So I think I think it's too simplistic just to say, oh, the return of Michelle and Ingram, you know, has given these these offenses problems. I think there's a lot at work. And so, you know, I'm with you, Dave. I'd love to see. A little more Kamara in the uh, and and more James White, but the truth is, I think each offense has their own ideas of what they're trying to do, and it's not necessarily just the return of a player.
0: Thanks, Jeff. Uh, have a nice holiday, and uh, we we'll, can't wait till next year, buddy.
1: Thanks you, a lot for your help. My pleasure, Dave. All right, again, Dave drops off. Still plenty of time. One more segment this season. 312-332-3776. Mike, Mike, Mark, Tim, Will, Rich. I will get you in, I promise, before we wrap things up. And uh, if you'd like to give me a call back, try and squeeze you in as well. 312-332-3776. Again, I'm Jeff Meller, Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on ESPN 1000. This is Fantasy
0: Football Frenzy. Second down and nine. Deshaun... With time after a play fake. Guns long. Watts Hopkins and caught for a touchdown
1: by DeAndre. 45-yard touchdown pass. If you're just joining us, this is Fantasy Football Frenzy. Last episode of the year. will not be here in Week 17 because only a lunatic's play Season-long fantasy in Week 17. Don't be a lunatic. I'm Jeff Meller. You can follow me at, on Twitter at Jeff underscore Mellor. I can answer questions there for you as well. But again, last episode of the year, last segment of the year. So I do want to say thank you to all the folks out there who listen every Sunday morning. I truly do appreciate it. If you want more of me, I will be hosting tomorrow morning from 9 until noon, maybe 1230 with Sylvie. We'll be breaking down the Bears and 49ers game and a lot of NFL action as well. So check us out tomorrow morning from 9 to noon in the Cap'n Company time slot. It'll be Sylvie and Meller. So uh, just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Again, Fred and Mongo following me today here at 9 o'clock. So let's zip through the phone lines and answer the questions that I have in front of me. Doug in the city. What's up, Doug?
0: Hey, I've got uh, Samuels out of Pittsburgh and Damian Williams uh, running back out of Kansas City to
1: decide from. Yeah, pretty strong options both ways, but I'm going to use Damian Williams, Doug, over Jalen Samuels today. Let's try Rich. He's in Munda line. Hello, Rich.
0: Hey, how's it going, man? I was wondering between Nick,
1: Big Ben, and Baker All right, you're a little muffled there, Rich, so I'm going to throw you back on hold. But for those who couldn't hear... He said he's choosing between Mitch, Baker Mayfield, so Mitch Trubisky, Baker Mayfield, or Ben Roethlisberger. And, Rich, I'm going to use Ben Roethlisberger. I think the Steelers are going to need to score quite a bit to hang with the Saints, so uh, I'm going to trust him over two younger players. Chuck is in Downers Grove, my own stomping grounds. What's up, Chuck?
0: Hey, Jeff. Uh, Damian Williams or Jordan Howard?
1: All right, it's... uh It's been repetitive, but I'm going to say Damian Williams still because I just like his role in the Chiefs offense today. So I do realize I'm putting myself out there because if Damian Williams has a bad game, everybody is going to come yelling at me today. But, Chuck, I can only go with what I believe. And I think Damian Williams is uh, a pretty solid plug and play in the Chiefs offense. All right, thanks. Good luck. Let's try Joe. Hold on a second there. Joey. He's in Berwyn. Hey, Joe.
0: Hey, how you doing, buddy? Al hey, uh, Watson or cousins? I got to beat the shark in the Super Bowl.
1: Let's say as long as Hopkins plays, let's uh. u- <laughs> as long as Hopkins starts, let's use uh, Deshaun Watson, and I expect he hopefully should be. But again, uh, the latest news for those who missed it, per Ian Rapaport on Twitter, DeAndre Hopkins working through an ankle injury is adamant about playing today, but the trainers want to see him work out pregame to be sure. Source said. They will need to be convinced, so make sure that he's in the lineup before you go plugging Deshaun Watson in, because without Hopkins, I'm a little bit concerned about the passing game. Let's try Donald in Northbrook. Good morning, Donald.
0: Morning, Jeff. How are we doing? Not too bad. So, half-point PPR at Phillip Rivers last night, so I'm in a little bit of trouble. Okay, uh, I need. I really want to get Samuels in the game, but the three spots I can get him in, I have Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, and Jamal Williams. Would you take any of them out and put Samuels in?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, let's. So you know what the way you, Donald, the way you because Rivers didn't really go out and show for you. I actually would use Samuels over Jamal Williams. Uh, I like Galladay and Lockett, the big playability, especially like I said, like this is a situation where when your quarterback goes on Saturday and you're not. Super happy. I I think I would play for the uh, bigger play guys with Galladay and Lockett. And I'm with you. I like Samuels above uh, above Jamal Williams. If you if it was if it was a different situation and you wanted safety, you know, I might I might say go ahead and you know bench Lockett. But since you had a rough game from Rivers, I would go ahead and use all three and bench Jamal Williams today. Let's go to Tim. He's in Mount Greenwood. He's got a PPR question. What's up, Tim?
0: What's happening, Jeff? Happy holidays. Uh, I need two of the four. Uh, I got Jamal Williams. I also have Damian Williams, uh, Robbie Anderson, and Kenyon Drake.
1: All right, let's let's uh, let's go uh, Williams times two. Tim, uh, Jamal and Damian, uh, feel pretty good about both those guys with the uh, workloads they'll be seeing today. Let's try Harry. He's in Romeoville. Hello, Harry. Good morning, Jeff. I've got
0: a uh, PPR you got me through all year to the big show. I need one of these three for my flex. I got Anthony Miller, Pettis, Dante Pettis, and Chris Hogan.
1: Which one? All right. You know what, Harriet? Let's. Uh, I think the safest bet here in terms of volume is going to be Dante Pettis, Anthony Miller. Just look. We don't know the usage right there. He's a rookie. I don't know what's going on right now. If it's just the return of Adam Shaheen taking away snaps from Anthony Miller, but I can't trust him at this point. And Hogan. Yeah, he's probably in line for a bigger workload without Josh Gordon. But I just like what I've seen from Dante Pettis. And I know it's the Bears defense, but uh, I just think the volume is more assured for him than the other two, Harry. All righty, sir. Thank you. Have a good
0: holiday and fingers
1: crossed. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully you take home the trophy and the big bag of cash that generally comes with it. Let's try Mike, who's in Park Forest. Mike, you're on Fantasy Football Frenzy. Hey, how's it going, man? Not too bad. Uh, got
0: a well. First of all, the Beckham's hurt. That hurts a lot. But I got Alshon in there. But I need. Uh, I got another wide receiver, Calvin Ridley, in there. But I can also put in Jel Everett as a tight end in that position too. So which one, Ridley or Everett?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say I would use Ridley. I know he's been up and down this year, but the with Julio Jones a bit banged up and still some uncertainty surrounding whether or not he'll actually be active today again check that around 10 30 today when they roll in but nevertheless mike even if julio jones is dealing with uh, a bit of an injury that maybe you know takes away some of the targets or works some other passing options into atlanta's offense ridley maybe sees a bump there gerald effort just too inconsistent right now in the rams you don't know what kind of targets here he's going to see so for me i would use ridley all right, a couple more here as we hit the two-minute warning. Let's try Mark in Vernon Hills. What do you got, Mark? Hey, Jeff.
0: Mary Christmas. Got a uh, running back question for you, Sanders League. I'm wondering, do I play Chubb from uh, Cleveland, mm-hmm. or do I play Williams from Kansas City?
1: Yeah, I've been going Williams all morning, but not in this case, Mark. Uh, Nick Chubb is just too big a, part, a focal point in the Browns offense, so I would use Nick Chubb. And all right, Last caller of the year, let's try my man TJ in Indiana. TJ, you're going to wrap us up in the calls. What's up, buddy?
0: Morning, guys. I just want to say I'm out of all three of my leagues. I just want to call and say thank you for everything you've done this year for me and my fantasy league. And I just want to wish all you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's to you, your studio, and all your listeners. And I will be here next year for sure
1: ah tj you wrapped us up like like on a beautiful note like it's a like it's a sappy hollywood ending here but i appreciate the kind words my man sorry you couldn't uh, get through to the championship but we thank you for listening without you guys there'd be no point in doing this so i do appreciate that again this is the last show of the year will not be here next week week 17 if you're playing Fantasy football, again, I'll tell you, you're a maniac. There's no reason to do that. So next year, maybe change your rules. But thanks again to Eric Ostrowski for doing yeoman's work all season long. I do appreciate all the hard work he puts in each and every week. And again, thanks, folks, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with Sylvie breaking down Bears and 49ers. But up next, let's preview the Bears and 49ers. Fred Huebner, Steve Mongo McMichael, Chicago's NFL Game Day. They'll preview the game for you next right here on ESPN 1000.